Woman's View with Amanda Dixon. A look at the news here at home and around the world, all from the perspective of women. Now, Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. What a treat I have for you this week. Amanda Covington is here, the Chief Corporate Affairs Officer at the Larry H. Miller Company. Amanda, it's good to see you. Hi, thank you for having me. This is such a fun time. Singer-songwriter Sherry Call is with me as well. Hello, Sherry. Hi, Amanda. And Susan Madsen is with me, the founder-director of the Utah Women and Leadership Project and the Karen Haight Huntsman Endowed Professor of Leadership in the Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. How are you, Susan? I'm doing great. Always a delight to be with you, Amanda. I have so many things I want to talk to you about, but I would be remiss if we didn't start with the big news this week, which is that the Olympics are coming back to Salt Lake City. And I just wanted to know what your thoughts were when you first heard that news, what you anticipate. Amanda, I'll start with you. Oh, thank you. I was actually there yesterday. I was invited as a guest with the Miller family, Gail and her family. And then Steve Starks, my boss, is the vice chair of that committee. And I will tell you the energy on the steps of the city and county building. And it felt full circle. You saw Spence Eccles, Spencer Eccles was there in his Nagano coat. And Hope was by his side wearing her dad's coat from 2002. Gail's in her 2002 coat. And then you had athletes who were there, Paralympians, you know, uh, athletes that competed who have multiple medals. And talking about what this means now for the next generation, I was in a... A newsmakers event this morning with Natalie Gochner, who did a little math, and she said, we have a million more people than we did in 2002. And if you think of the numbers, one in three of us today did not experience the Olympics. And when 2034 gets here, four in 10 of us will not have experienced the 2002 Olympics. And so think about what it means for those of us who lived through it, but all of those who are coming after us and with us who will now have their own memories to make as we bring the world to our stage. Oh, I think about that all the time, how excited for my kids I am. Sherry, what what do you think about this news? It's really exciting. I remember living in downtown Salt Lake the last time the Olympics was here. So it doesn't, gosh, it doesn't seem like it could really be that long ago, but but it was. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it's really exciting that it's coming back, and I don't live quite as close to the action, but but there are a lot of events all over the place too. So right, great. And you know, with with the trains that we have running now, I mean, you can get anywhere you need to get without worrying about the parking. In fact, this week I I was remembering Didi Corradini and her enormous contribution to our getting the games in 2002, not only pushing through that tax hike that helped us fund transportation and tracks and all of the things that we depend on, but her traveling the world, singing the song of Salt Lake City. And I remember when she received that Olympic flag, the first female to ever receive the Olympic flag was our first female mayor, Didi Corradini, who we lost too young to, to cancer. And I was just thinking of her and thinking, I, I hope she's smiling down on us <laughs> and seeing and hearing the announcement and being being proud. I'm sorry, Susan, what, what were your thoughts about this? 
Well, I think this is awesome. I actually moved back to Utah the year of the Olympics. And so I was a little bit in chaos during it and the crowd. So I had that part going, but I thought it was so wonderful to be able to, I, I don't think I attended anything. I watched online and, you know, it was a little bit of a chaotic situation for me, but loved the attention Utah received loved that people you know now when i travel internationally even like to the middle east or europe people if you say i'm from utah i'm from salt lake city i'm i, I mean they know that and so i have to say i can't help myself i have to say when we're looking at you know past 2030 right when these would be here uh, we just started and launched a bolder way forward in the state of Utah for girls and women. And I'm thinking that next Olympics will be a different place when people come. I believe they're going to say what awesome people live in Utah, men and women. Look at those awesome women who are using <laughs> their voice and moving forward. So, so that's awesome to think about. What do you all think about the naysayers? You know, I even some of the kids that I talk to, younger people that just don't have the bug they, because they don't remember the Olympics. They either weren't born or they were toddlers at the time. And so they don't have that memory. And they just, you know, they're sort of meh about the games coming. And I don't know what to say to them, Amanda. What, what would you say? You know, the, I was thinking about that. I was seven months pregnant with my oldest son during the games. So he was not here. But I was working at UDOT at the time. I was the director of communications for the No Before You Go campaign and all of the infrastructure. But I heard a great message from another woman leader yesterday, Mayor Mendenhall, who invited all the youth to come and join this next decade of buildup into the Olympics, whether it be through sports and their passion for you know, being an athlete to being involved in our community. And I think we have a decade of time speaking to what Susan's working on, where we can put out the rally cry for youth to come and join. There are so many tenants of what goes into a games from infrastructure to culture and art, volunteers, the branding, the marketing. I mean, you think about everything that goes into a games, there is a role for everybody. And I hope every parent in our state is saying, I want my children to be a part of this. Yes. And I think, you know, volunteering for the games is a great idea. I had so many friends that volunteered in various capacities. Are, are your kids excited about it, Sherry, or or not so much? You know, it's interesting. Back in the olden days, <laughs> the Olympics was all that was on TV. Like when the Olympics were on, everybody watched them and it was a big deal. And it was all anybody cared about all the time. And I feel like things are different now. Like there are so That's many true. other things going on and so many other things, television stations and streaming sites that I think the younger generation just isn't as much into it. But I think that there's a really great opportunity with it coming here for my kids to realize, oh, this is the Olympics. This is really kind of amazing. I think I, yeah. I want to care about this, you know? <laughs> I think my older kids, my millennial age kids who were young at the time, but they were about eight and 10 and 11 and we went to some events together and we just walked around downtown and would listen to people speaking all these different languages and i think they got the message that the world is small mm. from that yeah. experience and they've become world travelers since then I and that. i wonder if if it was sparked at all by 
the, the Olympics. I need to take a break. I'm going to come right back. These wonderful guests here on A Woman's View on KSL News Radio. Amanda Covington is here with Susan Madsen and Sherry Call. Back in just a moment. Thank you.